0: Welcome to Dork Wars, the podcast, your galactic hub for all things Star Wars. My name's Blake, and I'm here with the funny one, Wesley.
1: What's up, dorks?
0: The commentator, Andrew. Howdy, y'all. And our own personal Jedi archive, Diedrich.
2: Archive will be completed.
0: So we're doing things a little bit differently on Dork Wars, the podcast. We are kind of doing a little bit of a reformat. Um, Nothing too major, but we're going to try to split some things up into some segments. Um, First off, we have Star Wars news. For our Star Wars news segment, we're going to call this Now Hear This.
1: Now hear this! Now hear this! Now you hear this, whoever you are.
0: So first for our Star Wars news, we have a new Bad Batch trailer uh, dropped about a week and a half ago. Uh, We're recording on Friday, April the 9th, so this is a little bit of old news, but we're going to break it down a little bit anyways. The trailer starts out with the Clone Force 99, the Bad Batch, putting the smackdown on some training droids. They're said to be the five unique clones who are also pretty disobedient. There are a few small action scenes followed by a small child who recognizes them. We know this child's name is Omega. We see snippets of each of the characters, Hunter, Echo, Wrecker. Tech and Crosshair, followed by an order from Moff Tarkin to wipe out Clone Force 99. So then we briefly glimpse Fennec Shand who says the galaxy is a dangerous place to be. A few more action scenes, uh, a few more glimpses of some cool stuff and Hunter asks Omega to join them. Omega accepts. Saw Guerrero's voice is then transposed over some of the action scenes and he says the Clone Wars have ended. You can either adapt and survive, or die with the past. The decision is yours. Cue more action, and the Bad Batch launches into hyperspace with Omega on their ship. Then, the title screen, The Bad Batch. Um, a pretty epic trailer. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's non-stop action. It's just action scene after action scene, um, with some talking transposed over. And, oh, I am so hyped for this show now. I I really wasn't that hyped, but now I'm kind of getting into it.
2: Yeah, I think this is going to be pretty action-heavy. I think you're going to have, you know, the squad going in and basically ramboing it their way across the galaxy.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's going to be pretty action-packed. And the Bad Batch, um, their their whole arc in Season 7 of The Clone Wars was magnificent. It was just a bunch of destruction and i'm all here for it i think a big um point of contention is gonna be this kid omega um it seems that it it may be some kind of genetically altered clone some kind of maybe a bad batch-esque kind of clone um that's what i'm thinking anyways And the name omega maybe it's the last clone of uh jango fett
2: yeah i mean i i think I think you're gonna have which is a very common trope in a lot of star wars media you're gonna start off with the squad they're gonna be as as we are introduced to them like imperial they're gonna be like imperial commandos and then something's gonna happen maybe it'll have to do with this kid maybe it'll be a number of things that like happen on on top of one another and the kids like the last straw or whatever but I think you'll eventually see them turn i don't either to the Rebels, or maybe they'll just kind of be their own independent thing, and they'll go throughout the galaxy just blowing stuff up as they go, having a good time. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, la, 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 right, awesome. boom, there goes the Star Destroyer, la, 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 boom, there goes the squad of Stormtroopers, whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm actually interested to see if the Bad Batch took part in Order 66. Um, Just kind of from that line from Moff Tarkin in the beginning of the trailer where he's talking about that they were disobedient Maybe they were able to resist the chip. Maybe Mm -hmm. the chip has no effect on them. Uh, Who knows? I think it's. They might not even
2: have one because I know they're supposed to be the most creative, some of the the most free thinking of the of the clones. So they
1: might have been given a pass. Yeah, that's kind of my mindset is that they don't even have an inhibitor chip. But I don't know. We'll we'll find out for sure though what happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And when Bad Batch launches on May 4th we will definitely be breaking down each of those episodes and I can't wait for it. So in other news Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker
3: saga has been delayed indefinitely No! no! Nah, that's a good thing It's a good thing Well, I, well indefinitely is kind of in, indefinite actually. <laughs> um,
0: who knows if it's coming back. I, I hope that they release this game um, it seemed like it was going to be a pretty cool ride. You said delayed indefinitely? Indefinitely.
3: Oh, that's not good news. I thought it was just delayed. Last I heard, it was just delayed for a little while. So it must yeah. be a new announcement, man. That's crazy. Yeah, from what I read, it was
0: indefinitely. And I, I'm i really hoping that this game makes a comeback. It was going to be like a Lego Batman-esque kind of game where it was like an open world Lego game. You could do all this cool stuff. Um, so here's to hoping that they will make this game. Also, the release of the Clone Wars shorts back from 2003 and the Ewok movies are now on Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> um,
0: that is awesome! The 2003 Clone Wars short series, mini series, if you will, was a big part of my childhood. Between episodes two and three, um, there's a lot of cool development. Uh, some more cool stuff. It's the introduction of Asajj Ventress. That's the first time we ever see her. It's the first time you ever see General Grievous. And this is probably the coolest General Grievous you'll ever see is in this series of episodes. Um, the Ewok movies, if you're into Ewoks, uh,
1: go go for it. There's like four <laughs> or five of those. You, <laughs> you guys trying to hang out and watch Ewok movies together? <laughs> uh if we if we
0: have to for the podcast maybe
3: <laughs>
1: like if I have
0: to we'll, we'll like we'll live tweet the Ewok movies oh my gosh that'd be that'd be abysmal that'd be like the worst Saturday afternoon ever. <laughs> uh, at
1: least we'd we'll be together so this,
0: this so this leads me to um, to speculate are they going to put the uh, Christmas special on Disney Plus
1: I'm sure it's coming I guarantee you they will
0: yeah
3: yeah
0: life day oh my gosh that Christmas I don't know. Though. It's so bad. Like it's even worse than the Ewok movies. Like it, it it doesn't show any of the characters in a good light. The acting is horrible. You can tell that uh Carrie Fisher is just zoned out the whole time. <laughs> who knows on what, you know. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I really I really want him to put it on there. Though.
1: You speak nicely of that Angel.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: So, Rosario
0: Dawson is set to play Ahsoka once more in the live-action Disney Plus series of the same name. This week, there are some rumors and some stuff going around the internet about a plot description. And, yeah. Yep, that is true. So, and this is the rumors. Ahsoka Tano is on the hunt for the evil Grand Admiral Thrawn in the hope it will help her locate the missing Ezra Bridger, the young Jedi that disappeared with Thrawn Many years ago. Um, that's nice. I guess we're in the Star Wars news section, but that doesn't seem like very much news. It it feels like everyone has speculated this anyway. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good that maybe we're gonna get some kind of official word soon about that. But yeah, that's confirmed. man. Yeah, at least it's like officially
1: official confirmed. (laughs) Well,
0: uh, (laughs) I don't know. It's not on StarWars.com yet. Um, it's it's not in any of the official sources. But I think it's I think it's a safe bet. I mean, who I, I probably could have wrote that and put that on Twitter, and someone would have ran with it. You know what I'm saying? It, if it, and yeah. if it
2: is true, it's kind of a duh, like a clear. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I, I want more. I want more than that at this point.
0: Oh yeah, we we know that's kind of like what we're gonna see in the show. But you know, I, I'm ready for a trailer. Like let's let's get a good solid release date. Let's get a trailer out. Let's get this thing
1: hyped. Do we do we know what's coming first? Like, is Ahsoka coming first, or is that Obi Wan Kenobi show coming out? Ahsoka
3: should be coming first. Uh, do what, what? was that, Andrew? According to their timeline, Ahsoka should be first. But judging by the Lego game, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you can guarantee anything.
0: I think I think Ahsoka's supposed to be first, but it they, they there's no official release date, so who knows?
3: That um, <coughs> yeah, this is 2021 i mean 2022 i'm sorry yeah
0: 2022 2022. so so we're gonna have bad batch this year mando season three probably at the end of this year and then ahsoka that's gonna be pretty cool
3: yeah mando season three should be fall and then um don't forget about uh boba fett man boba fett Mm -hmm. oh yeah book of fett that's gonna be in december is that 2021 or 2022 yeah december 2021 yeah this
0: year Book of Boba Fett is coming to us in December 2021. That's going to be great too. So after all that, we're going to have Ahsoka. I bet you it comes out on May 4th, 2022. That's my guess.
3: Mm,
0: that'd be awesome. Yeah, they they love to line things up with May the 4th. And that being said, May the 4th we have our Darth Jar Jar episode. You're not going to want to miss that. Dork Wars the podcast does Darth Jar Jar. It's going to be amazing. Also on May 4th, we The hosts of Dork Wars, the podcast, are planning to do a live stream of Star Wars Battlefront 2. We will get you more details on that. I have no idea whose accounts we're using or where to find that at. But we will get more info and update you on this podcast on our Facebook page, our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok. We will get that information to you. So follow our social medias and you will be up to date on all that great stuff. So, I have something I want to talk to you guys about before we get into our main point for the evening. Uh Uh-oh. Um, this, yeah, uh, and this is going to be kind of like an original trilogy night, um, because our main topic has a lot to do with the original trilogy, uh, basically all to do with the original trilogy, but in Star Wars A New Hope, we have all the, uh, generals and military figures on the Death Star talking to one another, um about the death star and how great it is and we have one one guy talking to darth vader and talking to him about how the death star is this great weapon and darth vader's like well the force is even better than than the death star i'm paraphrasing that's not exactly what darth vader says but this dude comes back at him and says that darth vader did not have clairvoyance enough to find the missing death star plans so, does anyone know where the term clairvoyance comes from? Nope. Clairvoyance <laughs> is basically being able to see into the future to predict things. And it comes from an old um, TV fortune teller named Clairvoyant. So, if this story takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, how is the word clairvoyance in the basic vernacular of the Star Wars universe? <laughs>
3: Alright, alright. I thought this was going somewhere.
0: Oh my gosh, this is somewhere!
2: <laughs> we are currently somewhere. Mm. <laughs> alright, why do they reference real animals in Star Wars?
0: Well, they, there's those real falcon. animals can Millennium be... Millennium Falcon. There can be a falcon on one of those planets. We don't know. And I guess there could be a clairvoyant somewhere. But it just seems very, very unlikely about the clairvoyant. I, I just, I think it just grinds my gears, man,
2: when I nah, watch that. I, back, see, man, I disagree. Like, you got a vast galaxy. There's bound yeah. to be some being named clairvoyant they, or they something could, like that. Also,
3: you don't know how far back the history goes. How do you know that Earth right. wasn't the original place where these humans ventured off after Earth's resources were just yeah, used but, up? But clairvoyant wasn't a long, long time ago. And how do they know who
0: clairvoyant is a long, long time ago if they're in a galaxy far, far away? That's all I'm saying. I just think it's funny. When I watch this back and I hear him use the term clairvoyant, it really just kind of takes me out of the universe just a little bit.
3: Well, hold on. Now you've got me a little remiss. Why? <laughs> who? Oh, sure. Oh boy, we what? got,
2: hold we got on, big dude. Hold words on. getting thrown around. I know. Around this now. Vocabulary, Why?
3: I can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Why does he start the first movie off with A Long, Long Time Ago? Be- because it was A Long, Long Time Ago. I'm How? L- what? Wait a minute. Where's, the- where's this technology now, man? No, but it's very far
2: away. Yeah, but it's a away. galaxy far, it's, far it's, away. It's very so far away.
0: So they're more advanced than we are. Yeah. Oh. Uh... That pales in comparison to the clairvoyance debacle. And I may reference that in future podcasts, just for everyone's information. (laughs) So, let's get back on track here. Dispense with the pleasantries, Commander. I'm here to put you back on schedule. Our main topic for this evening. Is C-3PO a spy for Darth (laughs) Vader in the original trilogy?
2: Yes. I think he's the original clairvoyant. What? He's the original
0: clairvoyant. (laughs) Oh my gosh! We now okay now now I'm a believer. I'm, I'm back in universe now. Thank it's you all, for popping me right back in there, clear voice coming 3PO. together. It's all coming together. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. I, so C-3PO being a spy for Darth Vader, it it's such. It came out of left field for me when I heard this probably back two or three years ago. But the more you study it and the more you look at it, there's a lot of coincidences there's a lot of happenstance that really point to this being plausible
2: see i never trusted 3po even as a kid i was like he looks like a snitch you know yes. he would rat them out this, <laughs> as soon as he got in trouble like
1: I, I i'm curious to hear y'all's like evidence of why he is a spy because I, I, I don't know if i'm okay behind this. all right all right let me just go ahead and Breathe in.
2: Let's, let's, let's
0: take let's take the gloves off, Diedrich. So Diedrich is very passionate about this topic. I think he's the first one to bring it up for the podcast. So uh, Diedrich, uh, take the gloves off. Start uh, throwing some punches.
2: <laughs> all right. So let's go all the way back to episode four. Are you with me? We're, we're we're riding in the Tantive five four. I'm not sure which Tantive,
0: one. Tantive four.
2: Tantive four. All right. Yeah. You, you're in a blockade runner. All right. You're chilling. You got some plans from some bros, and then all of a sudden comes a Star Destroyer, right? Okay. So you're like, ooh, we gotta get out of (laughs) here. Except, what does one dude not wanna do? And it's get out of there. Three people's like, I don't know about this, guys. We should just stay and get caught. (laughs) Hmm. Kind (laughs) of sus.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That is, that, right out of the bat. So we're not even five minutes into A New Hope. C-3PO wants to go back to his master, Darth Vader. He wants to be caught.
2: Like, he's, well, I guess, he, you know, we can even go back before episode four and go into the prequels. Who's his original maker? Who's his designer?
0: Well, yeah, I was, I was going to get to that eventually. But, you know, in at least in the prequels, he's serving Anakin directly, right? Or some of the time. In the first movie, he's cre- you know, we know he's created by Anakin. In the second movie... He's with his mom until they pick him up after his mom's death. And then in episode three, he's following Padme around and and being her servant. And then he gets his memory wiped, supposedly. Mm
3: -hmm. Supposedly. Um, Supposedly. But um, who does he get his memory wiped by?
0: uh, Captain Antilles. Or I don't know if he does it himself, but he has someone do it.
2: So maybe maybe it never actually happened. You know, if you ever want a job done, you got to do it yourself.
0: That's true. That's um, true. Wedge Antilles should have should have done. Some, well,
2: was it? Wedge? That was, was his. It Wedge? It was his. Is his father? It's his
0: dad. Yes. I mean, so so Mr. Antilles, Mr. Antilles. Uh, if if we ask Wedge, if we call Wedge Mr. Antilles, do you think Wedge would be like, um, no, Mr. Antilles is my dad. So this is Mr. Antilles
2: we're talking about. Actually, actually, he, his dad was a doctor.
1: Doctor Antilles. He hit a, a doctor. Dr. Antilles. doctor Antilles. He
2: had doctor in so doc- getting out of sticky situations.
0: Okay, so doctor until... <laughs> so you're just throwing holes into everything that I say. Um, well, hold on. Hold okay. on, hold on. So okay. does
3: this happen before or after Anakin kills all the younglings? After. Uh, after. <laughs>
0: this is like the after last ten for minutes. sure? Wait a minute. Yeah,
1: it's like the last five minutes of the movie. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. For timeline purposes, so- has Luke kissed Leia yet or no?
3: <laughs> no. no incest oh my gosh. has occurred yet.
0: <laughs>
1: it's no like...
0: It's like 22 though.
3: years before any of that happens. <laughs> <laughs> for, for real though. So who, if it's at the end of the movie, then at that point he's lost all of his limbs and he's being repaired. How could he have reprogrammed C-3PO?
2: Well, I'm not, not saying, saying he, I'm he, not saying it he does it right then. Right. Like nobody's suggesting that in, in all of this chaos, like he's like, Oh, you know what? I better get to my golden robot. Like that's probably the last thing, but who knows what happens in the 20-year span between, you know, uh, episode yeah. three and four.
3: But if Darth Vader is so clairvoyant, then why wouldn't he have thought about that?
2: Who said he was clairvoyant? Mm.
0: That's what the guy was saying. The,
2: the, the officer was like, you're clairvoyant. You're, you're not clairvoyant, Harder.
0: No, he's Anakin, not clairvoyant.
2: Right. Anyway. But, you know, we're using oh, it in, in, the, in, the, in the, oh, geez. Oh, oh my gosh. Geez. now we're in a pickle.
0: So, um, Andrew, I want to come to you real quick. So, I think it was actually last week's podcast. You mentioned that R two D two was the light side droid and C three PO was the dark side droid. This is before we even came up with this topic, and you yourself even admitted that you didn't know what the topic was when we started recording tonight. So,
1: <laughs> throw him under the. Bus. I just
0: find it. I just find it funny that. You came up to that conclusion before we even talked about all this. And we're kind of talking about C-3PO being
3: a bad droid. Um, Because, I mean, it makes sense. Why do you think that? I mean, he's always in sticky situations and he never helps out. When does he ever help out? When does he ever do anything? He's always there to comment. He does try to give Han Solo the odds uh, in the Mm -hmm. asteroid field. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but you'd never tell me the odds. You'd never tell me that. That's
2: yeah. I mean, really the only time he helps is with the Ewoks and he does that unintentionally just by being there and being himself. He makes exactly. them think and he's a God.
3: That's exactly why I've always thought he was the dark side droid. Like, and I, and when I said that, I didn't even really mean that he was the official dark side droid. It's just that R2D2 was always there to help and C3PO was always there to make negative comments and, talk about what kind of a pickle they're in right well even even when you're talking about um, his
0: time as a deity to the Ewoks he did not <laughs> want to do that like he, he
3: seemed pretty against it yep. um he could have spent that time spying man getting that rebel information
2: yo, so let's continue with the evidence mounting against 3PO alright so he's been made by Darth Vader so we know there's a connection there right He is, like, not trying to escape on the Tantive during Episode 4. Eventually, they get down to the planet, though, right? Tatooine. And there's... Yeah. Okay. If if that's what it's called, if that's what you say. Episode
0: 4. Yeah, they get down to the planet. Tatooine.
2: Yeah, yeah. I agree. (laughs) So they're down there, right? And eventually, there's a scene where they are in... Obi-Wan's hut, right? And he's like, can I power down for a second? <laughs> That's also kind of sus. <laughs> never in uh, never in Star Wars Volunteer. does a droid, like, while it's around, like, other living life forms, does it go, I need to power down for Master a second. Luke, power would you down? mind if I power yeah. down for a moment?
0: And he, he yeah, I've, I've never known of a machine needing a rest like that. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. I'm not a machine myself. But uh, you're right.
2: What's the only time I remember a scene in Star Wars where a droid is like, I really need a nap. (laughs) And, And I guess
0: you can kind of throw at that, oh, it's the beginning of episode four, and George Lucas has never wrote a movie before. Like, maybe he's just trying to give him human qualities. But for the sake and purposes of our argument tonight, it is pretty suspicious, and it goes with the evidence. So, I agree, man. Like... C-3PO needing an arrest. I'm going to power down, so say anything you want. And I'm not streaming this to Darth Vader at all, so power nap time. Um, doesn't make much sense. Um, I-, I think that it's major point that Anakin creates C-3PO. Um, when C- C-3PO constantly is talking about thank, thank the maker, uh, when he's talking about thanking the maker, he's referring to Anakin, whether he knows that or not. So Vader is kind of a deity to C-3PO if you think about it. So when Anakin comes calling or Vader comes calling, C-3PO feels like he has to serve because that's his true master. Um, To kind of bring the sequels into this, we see that R2-D2 has a backup of C-3PO's memory um, in episode 9, and he backs up C-3PO. So after he loses, he has to be reset because of the Sith language and all that crazy convoluted plotline. Um, he's able to regain his old consciousness back. So who's to say that Anakin doesn't have a backup of C-3PO's um, memories and, I guess, memories or files, if you will, hmm. somewhere. And he backs up C-3PO himself somewhere in that 20-year span between um, Episode 3 and Episode 4. There's, there's so much room... To, to say that C-3PO can be a spy for Darth Vader and he would willingly because C-3PO is the product of Anakin Skywalker Anakin Skywalker is the god of C-3PO
1: There was a scene in Empire Strikes Back Um, I, I don't remember how it played out exactly but I remember Darth Vader like saw the droids and he didn't even acknowledge them. Like They were his droids you know? <laughs> he, you know and so that was kind of sus to kind of add to this uh theory here
0: so you're saying that darth vader seeing his droids wait so uh uh, i'm i'm misunderstanding wesley where are you going with this say that one more time
1: well i well okay i was saying that
2: so he doesn't acknowledge them because he's been in communication with at least one of them so he knows the whereabouts the entire time
0: right so what 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 scene are we talking
2: about here Cloud City, right? Yeah, oh, I we're think
0: talking
2: so. about. Okay, gotcha. So they're they're yeah they're on Bespin, mm-hmm. and there are there's one scene where, and I think it's just the the blown up remains of three PO, right? Because yeah. it's strapped to the back of Chewbacca at one point. I'm not sure if that's related. Anyway, it's been a long time for me to remember yeah. that too. But there is a, there's a point in which Vader does see three PO's like remains, or not remains because he's not dead, but parts. Yeah.
0: There, there is a comic um, where Vader sees C-3PO dismantled, and he gives C-3PO, tell, tells them to give him back to Chewbacca to be repaired. Uh, whether that is out of good faith, because he knows that's his droid and wants him to be taken care of, maybe that's some of Anakin Skywalker shining through, or whether that's because he wants to spy on Han Solo and company even further, like that—that that just brings into doubt uh, so many things. Uh, I'm going to try to get the the name of that comic. button. Uh, so it, it actually comes from the comic Think the Maker. So that that even ties into what we're talking, like what I was talking about a few minutes ago. Think the Maker. C-3PO's maker is Anakin Skywalker. Darth Vader, same guy. Vader uses C-3PO to spy on Han Solo and Leia. And I think Empire Strikes Back is like the biggest movie where, where he's doing this. Because he's always a step ahead of those guys in that movie. And some say, well, he's the Force. But he's not clairvoyant enough to even use the Force to see into the future enough to get ahead of those guys. According to that guy from *Anuho*. <laughs> um So to, to remain a step ahead of those... Guys, especially to be at Cloud City when Han and Leia and all them show up, it it just points to him having an inside man.
2: All right, I want to bring up another issue. We never see the Imperials put this tracking device on the Millennium Falcon in Episode Four, like toward the end when they're not worried as the Millennium Falcon is leaving. Remember, because they're like, oh, we put a tracking device on the ship. Mm. We never see them put a device on the ship. But we do know that 3PO leaves with them.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: So what if they're like, oh, we, we got our guy with them. We're not uh, worried about well, it. Well, they
0: explicitly they say that they have a tracker on there. And maybe it could be C-3PO.
3: Yeah, I don't think any of those are good points. Like, especially the first one, because literally no one from the original... Like, I think it's hard for you to use evidence of people recognizing people for the original trilogy just because no one recognizes c3po or r2d2 except princess leia and that should not be the only person to recognize them obi-wan kenobi spent time with them he should have definitely recognized them a hundred percent
2: well i i believe they're playing that as obi-wan's being coy about his past He, he doesn't want to get into all that with luke right then and there so he kind of like he goes, I don't remember owning a droid because technically he never owned a droid. All his possessions were technically owned by the See, Republic. And, and yeah, but what it...
3: about Han Solo and Chewbacca? I mean, both of them would have contacted R2-D2 at that point too.
2: Chewbacca saw R2 at what point? In Solo. R2 was in Solo?
3: Not out for a while. It was brief, was it not?
2: I don't remember R2 being I, in Solo. i Solo.
1: Again, yeah, I had to watch that again. I don't, I don't again. think so.
0: I don't, I don't remember. I do know though that, um, the, at the beginning of, of A New Hope, whether you call it happenstance, coincidence, or George Lucas's grand plan, nobody recognizes anybody else because nobody is supposed to know anyone else. I don't think C3PO was originally made <laughs> by Anakin Skywalker, I don't think that R2 had a past with Anakin Skywalker and Padme and all them when george lucas created those characters for a new hope i I just don't buy that Um, maybe but i think that r2d2 and c3po being in the prequel trilogy he just shoehorned that in because they're in every single one of the original trilogy movies and it was a way for them to relate back to the original trilogy without having to have those characters there because none of those characters were born just makes sense that way right um I honestly think C3PO being made by Anakin Skywalker is kind of a cool plot point, but at the same time it's kinda of lazy <laughs> because hey here's C3PO. How's he get there? <laughs> well Anakin Skywalker created him. Of course he did.
2: Yeah, I, I hate that the world gets smaller and smaller every time they make those connections. True. Yeah. The the more
0: you try to try to interlace things like that, it just yeah, it, it, it makes the universe seem a little bit smaller. I agree with you. Um, and, and what kills me is every other protocol droid, like in the prequels and in the original trilogy, kind of look like C-3PO anyway, just maybe a different color. They're not gold. Like, uh, it just, some of that doesn't line up quite correctly for me, but based on what they've done with the prequels, they have tied them into the originals very, very well. Even explaining away that Obi-Wan Kenobi was kind of playing shy when, he said he didn't know R2 and C-3PO. I, I think it was a masterful plan at the end rather than the beginning. I think they tied those things in and made those things work just for the sake of continuity. So, back to... Is C-3PO a spy for Vader? Is is anyone other than Diedrich convinced that C-3PO is a spy for Vader?
1: I don't know. Because... Uh, c through P.O. He was designed as a protocol droid, right? So, um, so that means like he he's very good with etiquette, customs, translations, and you know he's been, he likes to say he's fluent over like six million languages. Um,
0: um that's six bi- Is that six million okay. or six
1: billion? Uh, six million, with the M.
2: So I'm gonna pull from the newer movies with the resistance using a spy network of robots, most of them being like not combative. I don't know if y'all remember that plot point, but there were several different types of droids that worked for the resistance and communicated different information to them. So I'm saying it's not the only time in Star Wars right. we see protocol-esque droids being used as spies and informants.
1: Yeah, so it, it is possible that you know that theme could be applied with him um with c3po uh but i think just the way he was written you know consistently throughout all the f- the films is that he, you know he's personified as like this coward who you know um had a very uh i don't know ne- negative attitude i guess you can say and and i don't know uh <laughs> well what if
0: anakin programmed C-3PO to be that way. Not when he was a kid. Maybe in that 20-year span, he catches up with C-3PO, comes in contact with him
2: somewhere. I, I feel like if this was a... Well, 3 po does have that personality in Episode 2. That's
0: correct. He has that personality in Episode 1. He, he, when the R2-D2... My pots are showing! Oh! You know, he freaks out. You know, it's, it's like... that. That's just not... That's just not who I am. I'm supposed to be a proper droid. I, I shouldn't have my parts showing per se. Right. Um He he, exactly. he has that yeah. attitude from the beginning, but to say that is to say that young boy Anakin had the intent of being a grand warrior for the Galactic Empire some thirty years later. Um you know right. that's not
3: true. Why why is that not true? Because he could have just—it could have just been right time, right place. Just like you said, he was reprogrammed. After that, he could have been reprogrammed again. Yeah, I, I agree, and this—this—that's kind of what my
0: point before.
2: We know from *The Mandalorian* that you can reprogram yeah. a droid. So,
0: IG-88 was at one time a bounty hunter droid. Was, was deadly, could kill. Was even about to kill Din Djarin over Baby Yoda. Grogu. Um, but was reprogrammed to be a nursing droid. That was pr- pretty, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was big. Um, so, and kind of back to the point I was trying to make Uh, at the beginning of this little statement, I guess, we were just talking about, that when Vader catches up with C-3PO, maybe he reprogrammed him, not to have a different personality per se, but to be able to hide things from... Han and Leia, or whoever was in possession of him. Because he knew C-3PO was going to be with people who are associated with the Rebels. Like, that's intel he would have would have been privy to, I believe, in that span.
1: You know, the more I start and think about it, you know, how close Anakin was with Emperor Palpatine, and, and Palpatine had, like, this foresight as well, of, you know, kind of line-up, uh, his pawns to achieve his master plan. So I can see this kind of plan being used with C3PO just as a residual of that.
0: So the argument here is Anakin may have learned a few things from his master Palpatine in designing grand plans and we see Vader having plans and all of this in different different forms of media, some canon, some not canon like uh, The Force Unleashed game series from the PlayStation 2. One of my favorite game series. Darth Vader trains an apprentice from a young age. He was the son of a Jedi who he slayed. And he's going to use that apprentice to take over the Empire from Emperor Palpatine. And he lines up the pawns just right. He trains this kid, has him go on missions all without Emperor Palpatine knowing. Or supposedly not knowing. Emperor Palpatine finds out at some point and does take action, but it shows that Darth Vader has some of that malicious kind of planning in him, that he can set the pawns up as well. Maybe not as well as Palpatine, but he has that ability. And even if you disagree with that,
3: you could argue that Palpatine ordered him to do it. And that's
0: true, too. I mean, Palpatine could have seen C-3PO as another chess piece on the board. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah, I think Thing, um.
2: So what I'm trying to say is come to my side <laughs> of this
3: issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, like, I see the evidence. See, and I, I don't know if all, like I said before, is,
0: is this all happenstance? Is this coincidence? It seems like a lot of coincidences.
2: Um, That's all Star Wars ever has been, true. though. Think about it.
0: Just like the coincidence, if you're just some random dude in the galaxy and you save this princess, she might be your sister. What a coincidence, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, why shouldn't we kiss? It's not like she's my sister.
0: And to your point, Diedrich, it just makes the the universe a lot smaller when you do things like that. Um, When you have so many coincidences that it just seems like the universe only has... 10 important people in it the galaxy rather I guess the galaxy far far away has 10 important people in it at one time and that's it everybody else is just living their life they have no effect on the greater galaxy
3: except in episode 1 when there were like 100 important people wait who who all was important in episode 1
0: other than all of
3: the jedis that were killed off in episode 2 and that led to all of the other episodes where there were only three or four Jedis. Okay, name name more than ten Jedi from episode one. I don't... Dude, exactly. you're asking the wrong person. Exactly. <laughs> but I can Google it right now and I can give you a list. It wouldn't be that hard. But there are people how many are, Jedi in that scene where they're fighting dropped. in the arena?
2: Well, I would I would argue that just because you're a Jedi doesn't make you important to the story of Star Wars, which is what I think Blake and is I trying can, to say.
3: Without the Jedi, you wouldn't have Episode 2. You wouldn't have Order 66.
2: I'm just saying that you there was only a
3: few Jedi in
0: Episode 1 who really made a difference in anything. That being Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, um, gosh, not even Mace Windu or Yoda did anything of consequence in Episode 1. They did nothing of consequence in Episode
3: 1. What are you talking about? They're the Jedi Council. Yeah, the Jedi Council. Ki-Adi-Mundi? I mean, come on, dude. They're the Jedi Council. They make
1: the important decisions. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like they had like political influence, but not necessarily. They may not have been main
3: characters. Like, it's impossible to have a story with 20 main characters. That's not how a story works. That's why you have 10 spinoffs right now, because there are so many main characters. Well, even without the
0: Jedi Council, I think if you just had Qui Gon, Jin, Obi Wan, Kenobi. And Anakin Skywalker and Qui-Gon Jinn, or Obi-Wan Kenobi, Qui-Gon Jinn dying, of course, to Darth Maul, training Anakin with or without the Jedi Council. The story stays the same. That's not true. Dude. You could
2: you could have had the same story the with C3PO, R2D2,
3: all these people that went off to be very important in the story. They're they're part of the ten. They're two of the ten. <laughs> I'll I'll
0: I will name you the ten in the prequel trilogy. Qui-Gon Jinn in Episode 1, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Padme, Anakin, R2-D2, C-3PO, Yoda becomes important, Mace Windu becomes important, Palpatine, gosh, and that's only
2: 9. Are you telling me Count Dooku was not important at all? Oh, gosh! Wow, my boy Dooku gets no respect over here.
0: Well, I guess Grievous too, though. I guess Grievous. So maybe eleven. There might be up to fifteen important people at any one time in the galaxy. <laughs> changing the so goal back pose. to C three PO being a spy for Darth Vader and the Empire.
1: Hey, so so on that note, uh, the last uh, Sky. Wait, what, what's it called? <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> what's up? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker, when um, C three Po, he was speaking in Sith. Like, does that kind of fit this theory, or is that just like coincidence? Actually, actually, I hadn't even thought about,
2: eye about C-3PO? that. But that almost that adds to it.
3: Yeah. I was gonna
2: bring that, that really up adds old, to it. If you, I was you th-
0: gonna
3: wait to see if you did it. If you think about it,
0: young Anakin Skywalker would not have been able to program C three Po to speak Sith. That is something that would have been put into him at a later point because of course young Anakin Skywalker would not know how to program a droid to do to talk in Sith. So when Vader meets up with C-3PO in that time span between episodes three and episode four, like we've talked about all night, that is when he programs him to be able to speak that Sith language. Um, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that plot point in the rise of Skywalker. I think it's, like shoehorned in, just to make C-3PO important. However, it is in canon, so we can take that as evidence. Why would he be able to speak Sith? Like, there's no conceivable reason why, because everyone who's technically owned this droid for the past 50 years has been good guys. Why would the good guys
3: uh, be able to program him to to speak Sith? But he knows six million languages. You don't think one of those... Chances could be Sith, possibly.
2: Well, the Sith, the Sith has supposedly been extinct for like a really long uh, time, right? At this point, no. Well, in, in, in episode one, they've been extinct for a thousand generations, whatever, whatever they consider a generation. Years,
3: rather considered extinct. That doesn't mean they are extinct, and obviously they aren't, because Palpatine.
0: Well, yeah, I guess they got in contact with eight-year-old Anakin and had a conference, taught him how to speak Sith. So, this brings me to the question, how do you program a joy to speak six million languages if you only know one? Is there, like... I guess you have...
2: I mean, I I imagine their ability to use technology to just, like, upload data to be fairly not complex. to, To
0: say... That you can buy chips that are certain languages, or maybe one chip has, you know, one million languages, or maybe one chip has six million languages. Who knows? It seems that the Sith language is like a forbidden language. You can't just buy a chip that will give you the Sith language because it's so bad, it's forbidden, right? So that seems like some off-limit information, especially to like an eight-year-old kid. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was the deal with that? Like, because C-3PO, he was going to sacrifice him, himself to translate that Sith language, so I don't quite understand why that was the case.
2: He basically had to have, like, a factory reset in order to read the Sith so, language. maybe oh, okay.
0: the good guys found out that he could speak Sith, and they put, like, a limiter on him, kind of like a governor on a car. Can't go over a certain miles per hour. Um... So, if you're going to speak Sith C-3PO, you're going to have to pretty much kill your personality. That's pretty dark, actually. <laughs> so, with that, I want to bring us to a new segment for Dork Wars, a podcast. And we're going to call this the Dork Wars Podcast Word of the Week.
3: There is more knowledge here than anywhere
1: else in the galaxy.
0: The Word of the Week is... Clairvoyance. What other word could it be? (laughs) Goalpost. We only said (laughs) goalpost once. We said clairvoyance at least ten times, possibly (laughs) fifteen. Nah, dude, because you're still wrong about it. We said clairvoyance as many times as there are important people in the galaxy at any one time. Uh, False. And with that, that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of Dork Wars The Podcast. Remember, go like our social medias, our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Dork Wars The Podcast, our Twitter at Dork Wars Podcast, our TikTok, just search Dork Wars The Podcast, and our Instagram, Dork Wars The Podcast. Go like all those, follow us there, you'll get a bunch of information. We're planning to do our May 4th Battlefront 2 stream. Hope you can join us and watch that. Thank you, and may the force be with you
3: thank you for supporting dork wars the podcast you can check us out on facebook.com forward slash dork wars the podcast and if you would like to join in on the discussion or maybe suggest topics for us to discuss please do so by joining our discord community or sending us an email at dork wars podcast at gmail.com this has been a chewbacca boba fett jango fett yoda plo Koon, shmi skywalker and that's just the beginning production